0: Welcome to episode 80. We've made it to 80 of the Clarity Compressed podcast. Uh, Paul, I think it's actually episode 79. Now back to our show. It feels good to be in my own seat for once. The last couple of episodes have been in airports. Today we're talking about, is sales success poisoning your brand? Clarity can only really exist in the light of truth branding just isn't a tactic. It's a lifestyle change. Today's moment of clarity. I just want to talk about this concept, the difference between the purist and the realist. Now, I tend to be a purist in the way I think it's like an all or nothing thing when it comes to the principle of doing something. The reality is everybody isn't a purist. And so that if you want to work with other people, there's a realistic approach. So the moment of clarity is this, understand where you are in the balance between the purist and the realist, and you'll have a lot better chance of finding happiness, strangely enough. So this next segment uh, is something that we're trying to do. We're trying to do more segments on the podcast to keep it snappy. This next segment is called Paul's Pick, where I share something that I enjoy in my personal life, where I find it could be a product or a show or an album. Why am I even waiting? We had amazing feedback from the intro because it's hilarious. So just roll the intro. I'm so excited for what he's going to show me. Hurry up and show me Paul's Pick. Paul's Pick this week is a TV show. I say TV. It's a show on Hulu, and it's called Songland. Songland. And I love this show because basically the premise is this. You have a board of three producers, very accomplished music producers, and then you have an artist, an accomplished artist, right? That's four people. And then they bring in... Um, kind of songwriters that are trying to break on the scene and they pitch songs to the artist to put on their next album the best part is to see the creative process and the collaborative process between the artist and the songwriter and these producers that have a really good take and they take the raw material and they start to shape it and form it and it's just amazingly entertaining to watch that's my pick for this week Songland on Hulu, and I hope we have some clips that we can put in here just to give you a little taste of how freaking awesome the music is. So this week, I want to get something out there that I've been seeing across the board in the businesses I work with. It's businesses that are more like 100 to $500 million in my experience right now. And it could go lower than 100, but 100 to $500 million businesses, I'm seeing a really a really important trend that is important to talk about as it ties in with where you're spending your marketing budget and your ad budget, right? They're all commingled. But I see a trend where people's sales success is starting to poison their brand. And this is why, and I wrote a post about it on LinkedIn, but basically talking about things are going good right now, So everybody's got high ego. We're doing it right. But things are good right now because the economy is good. And we all know whatever side of the political fence you lay on or you land on, we all know that we could just be one election away from a major change in the economy. And I'm not saying that one policy is better than the other. But I think the common sense just tells us that if Trump is not reelected, that the market is going to react. And if the market reacts, if we, you know, the, the stock market has been great, economy's been great. So just like we are due for a correction and everyone's talking, we could go keep going up. I don't know. But I think the general feeling is like, hey, it's going to happen. And when it happens, I think all these brands that are like, hey, we're crushing it, we're doing great because of the good economy have convinced themselves in the thinking that their brand is just killing it and their brand is connected. And this ties back to a principle I've talked about before that um, is the brand tax. And I have a little bit of substance today to help you understand a little bit more what the brand tax is and how you could be letting you, ignoring this facet of your ad budget really to the detriment of your long-term success. So talking about the brand tax, I want to address it in the sense of equity. Now, when I say equity, I mean, for instance, like you have an asset Like, let's use a house as an example. You have a home or a house, and you can have equity in that house. So it means you own that portion of it. The rest of it, you owe money to the bank. You pay interest on that money. Uh, You pay taxes on all of it, right? So, equity. The tax is what you pay. So, using a house as an example, you pay taxes to the government for the privilege of owning that house. Now, when we're talking about a business ad spend, the conventional wisdom and the accepted wisdom is this. Well, say I have $10,000. We'll use a small number. $10,000 in my budget for ads and creating marketing. Well, traditionally speaking, I'm going to spend $9,000 on advertising. That means placements and billboards and pay-per-click, all this stuff. I'm going to spend 9000 on those things. And I'm going to spend $1,000 on creating the content to put out there. And sometimes it's less than $1,000. Sometimes it's like, hey, I'll buy $10,000 worth of TV commercials. And the Generous Network will produce it for free. And granted, let's talk. about It, it looks like it was produced for free. Thanks for buying ads. So you buy $10,000. You have $10,000 to spend. You spend $9,000 on ad placement. And you spend $1,000 on creative. Well, what does that do? Well, I'll tell you what it doesn't do. It doesn't create content that is on target using honesty of who your organization is and the empathy of understanding what your customer wants to really make connections. It doesn't do that. It's yelling, it's telling, uh, talking about ourselves, talking about why we're good, talking about the products that we offer, lots of price payment, right? And we're just firing that up. Boom, 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 boom. So why we have an ad budget, and the economy's good, people are buying. We're just like, hey, it's working. The flipped mindset is this. Why don't we spend $8,000 or $7,000 on great, empathetic, brand-building, creative, and then spend $3,000 on ad placements? When we talk about this, I just watch people's minds explode because it's shifting the paradigm. It's change. It's messing up the balance of what we believe and think is the secret to our success. But here's where it comes into building equity in your brand. I'm going to use a real estate example. I did a little research here. Actually, I have it on my desk. You can't see it, but it's written on my desk. And here's how it plays out. Now I live in New York State where taxes are ridiculously, ridiculously high. Property taxes I'm talking about. Oh, just about every tax. Um, yeah. Just I won't get into that, but either way, taxes are super high, right? So the tax rate on a home is 2.74%. That means of my assessed value of my home, I pay 2.74% of that in taxes every year. So if it's a $100,000 home, I pay $2,700 in taxes per $100,000, okay? Now in Florida, um, I don't know what county I pulled this from, but in Florida, generally speaking, The tax rate is 0.94%, which means now for a $100,000 piece of property, I'm only actually paying $940 versus $2,700. So New York's tax rate is three times higher than Florida. So how does that actually play out? Take two monthly payments. You pay for your house and where you live on a monthly payment. So we take two monthly payments that are the same. We'll say the monthly payment is about, oh, what do I have here? about $1,200. So a $1,200 monthly payment gets you um, about, and I'm not factoring interest into any of this, right? This is just property costs, taxes. You're gonna pay about $1,266 a month for a $250,000 home where I live in New York. Now, in Florida, you are gonna pay $1,200 a month for a $400,000 home. The monthly payment is the same because the taxes are so different. Meaning this. Here's where it all comes together. My monthly payment's the same, but I am building equity in my Florida home much faster than I'm building equity in my New York home. Meaning after I pay my loan off, I'm going to have a $400,000 home in Florida so I can sell it and get four hundred dollars but i'll only have a $250,000 house in new york meaning i just paid $150,000 as a tax it's gone i don't have any value in it whatsoever how does that boy how does that break down well when you are paying for advertising instead of building brand connection content that actually people interact with and like seeing and ingratiate you with them and helps them connect to your brand instead you're spending the money to for placements and for you know, commercials and billboards and PPC, all that other stuff, you're paying that's that's a I consider that a brand tax because if your brand is stronger and your your content is more potent, you're building equity in your brand versus just blowing it on the ad spend. You're paying for one minute commercials in the auto industry anyway. You're paying for one minute commercials where thirty seconds of it is a freaking disclaimer that just breeds breeds distrust. Why would you create content that requires you to put a 30 second disclaimer? That's half of the ad spend is already a tax. And now you're paying it to run content that builds distrust in your clients. Do you understand why it's, I'm kind of on this. Why would you pay for ad spend when you can pay to connect? And I'm hoping I wrote the manifesto for this reason. I do the podcast for this reason that the businesses that are paying attention will get this concept and understand this is human behavior. Like people connect on a human level. They don't connect on a price payment level. And when your ad spend gets cut, all you have left is the connection. And the companies now, when business is good, now is the time to build the brand. The time to build the brand isn't when the budget dries up and you're cutting in every area, which is coming. So brands that have most of their ad budget tied up, most of their marketing budget tied up in ad spends, celebrity endorsers, who frankly could leave the state at any time be out of the game like if it's a football player right guess what he's one injury away from dissipating your brand equity that you've built up in them it's vulnerable i'm not saying it doesn't work right now but i'm saying it's vulnerable i'm saying that people if they're connected with you over a sports figure and that sports figure goes away your connection goes away with it On top of all the money you pay to run ads to that figure who is no longer part of your brand, you understand what I'm saying. It compounds and it gets worse. I'm going to take a breath. It's a ranty podcast today. Maybe I just feel good because I'm back in my seat um, and I'm fired up on this because it's so true and I've seen so many people go down this road and I'm dealing with so many people on this road right now and I'm I'm trying to be the guy yelling, there's a fire over there. but if you can't see the smoke yet, that guy, actually, people just think he's crazy. So I'm um, trying my best to make a good point. Um, so you're spending this brand tax on thing that has no long-term equity in your brand because it's tough to change your mentality and your mindset to it, which is why I think only 5% of, of these businesses, 5% of people in the auto industry are going to see and believe this. But this ad spend, it also compounds on another level and that is the agency model that most people operate within is also encouraging this behavior and breeds an inherent conflict of interest on the agency side so let me explain i'm sure i'll get some comments on this agencies that charge a percentage of ad spend as their fee and as their income have an in- built-in inherent conflict of interest because I could never tell you to reduce your ad spend without reducing my own income and damaging my revenue, putting my whole business model in jeopardy. What benefit do I have to make your ad spend more efficient? What benefit do I have? Hey, look, I've just been able to accomplish the same same thing thing with 30% fewer ad dollars. They're never going to be able to say that to you Because they can't afford to cut 30% of their revenue out because there goes their profit and they go out of business. But that's the model that agencies are selling. I have a little bit of an advantage of having started an agency recently. you know, So I understand people build business models that work and they work for a time period. And I'm saying that model is broken. If you're a business that is paying an agency a service fee Of the ad spend, I'm telling you that you are just signing up to pay the brand tax and you're locking yourself into the brand tax. I'm not saying they're bad people. I know people who own agencies and they're amazing, kind, generous, giving people. I'm just saying the model is broken. I just see it, it's just there. And now I've seen it enough across enough mid sized, small, mid sized businesses, a lot of mid sized businesses, frankly, you know. I'm seeing $500 million businesses making this mistake constantly. And I know just by looking at it and just looking at the the numbers and what's going to deploy, I know these businesses could save like a few million dollars right off the top and have a lot more brand equity for when a downturn comes, they're going to be more connected, but it's hard to be willing to see that and adjust when, you know, sales are good. And I think that good sales are poisoning people's brands. So are your sales poisoning your brand? Rethinking your marketing spend if you can is the point of this. You're going to hear a lot more of about this and around this and the process by which to do this in future podcasts. We're building out digital workshops right now that are going to help you do it. Um, we're helping companies do it right now. We're helping them holistically, building out workshops to make it more accessible, producing content here so we can build this momentum and spread this word, find the believers out there. And I'm not just talking about the clients, but also the other agencies, the other vendors, the other personal brands, the other small businesses, sole proprietors. Because when you do it this way, guess what? Everybody is better off, including the customer, because they want to be connected. They want to be human. They're longing for it. And if you give them that, boy. Wait till you see what happens. I have examples. We'll show them next time, maybe. But wait till you see what happens. So that is episode 80. I'll tell you, I'm feeling great being back in my own seat in front of my own shelves of my own special stuff. Um, Got Instagram Live going here on the other side. And uh, it just makes for a good podcast. So I hope you're enjoying the new format. Please let me know. Thanks for following along. I'm loving the DMs, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn. Hit me up on LinkedIn. That community's growing super quick and uh, really enjoying some good conversations there. For now, I hope you have a great week. I hope you keep swinging the ax and um, I hope we can do it together. Talk to you soon.